Kara Barbrick with Space Foundation, and you're listening to the Space For You podcast. Space For You is designed to tell the stories of the people who make space exploration today more accessible to all. Today, we are joined by Garrett Harwood of Eagle Shield Technologies, Inc. Mr. Harwood has 31 years of sales and marketing experience. He founded Eagle Shield in 2002 to be the premier provider of energy-saving products for the home and business, including a space-inspired insulation. Garrett has extensive experience building large organizations with rapid market penetration and higher customer satisfaction. Prior to Eagle Shield, Garrett was vice president of sales for a billion-dollar fitness center with locations in the United States, Europe, and Asia. He is a graduate of Harvard Business School with a degree in administration and an MBS in green sustainability from San Francisco Institute of Architecture. He and his wife, Tracy, have five kids and four grandkids. Welcome, Garrett. My privilege. Thank you for having me. Yes, definitely. Well, I'm excited to hear more of your story and hear more about your connection to space. So let's just dive right in and hear a little bit more about your background. So it sounds to me like you spent a great deal of time in the fitness industry, even founding your own innovative new fitness center. How do you think that laid the groundwork for you starting Eagle Shield? Just business processes. I'm I'm all about data. I'm about being able to measure things. And I have a sign in my office. It kind of explains my personality well. It, it says, in God we trust, for everything else we need data. And so <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about being vice president of uh, 24 Fitness Worldwide is uh, it allowed me to see business processes in action and adjust the knobs and, you know, balance core cards and drivers and measures and just help me have a well-rounded business model to build my own company. Very nice. Do you feel like there were any standout lessons from that era? Yes. Uh, I think the standout lesson for me is that the people who cause you the most trouble in business are not the people you fire, but the people you don't fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, that's very wise. so uh, uh, hiring well and incentivizing well and measuring well and making sure that you have processes and procedures in place to be able to adjust on the fly is paramount. I cannot agree more. I mean, that sounds critical no matter what your business venture is. Correct. So then... You have been in the business of helping people for a long time. How did you transition out of the fitness realm into Eagle Shield and energy-saving products? Well, it's going to sound corny, but ever since I was a kid, I, I was a huge Trekkie. And um, I, I loved Star Trek, and I loved space, and I read every science fiction book made my two favorite science fiction books of all time are stranger in the strange land by Robert Heinlein and Dune by Frank Herbert. And I just had a passion for science. And I interned when I was a kid at Chabot observatory in the Bay area. And I love space. So, but I'm six foot three, 230 pounds. I'm not going to be fitting in any, uh, 
the <laughs> spacecraft. So I joke and say reflective insulation from NASA in my business model. This is as close to space as I'll ever get. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, the launch vehicles are very tiny. Yeah. I don't think a 6-3 six, three, six, would work in there. It's like fighter pilots yeah. as well. So you, you've always had this deep passion for space. Then did you hear about this technology and create your, your business to match that? How did that work? Well, I'm very blessed to have known and had a relationship as a friend with Walter Cunningham, chief of the Skylab astronauts. Uh, And uh, he did his doctoral dissertation on uh, reflective technology and it was used in the Apollo program. And he introduced me to the technology. And I was so amazed by the fact that the entire world uses you know, for lack of a better term, they use sponges for insulation. So if you look up inside an attic or in a wall cavity, you have this thick, either blown in or bat fiberglass or cellulose or rock wool or foam insulation. Think of it, Kara, as no different than a kitchen sponge. It okay. just soaks up heat like a sponge. And when it can't hold anymore, then it radiates into the home. So it's like people will interview me uh, like you're doing, and they'll say, Garrett, I get miserable at four in the afternoon. And I say, we have three inches of sponge insulation in your attic. I say, well, I get miserable at seven at night. I say, we have five inches of sponge insulation in your attic. Take a sponge, pour water on it, 30 seconds it fills up, then it goes through. Well, if you double the sponge, you get a little bit more time. You triple it a little bit more time, but it always goes through. That's why everybody you know tends to comment in the summer, late in afternoon, evening, they wonder, why am I hotter inside the home when it's cool outside? Or in the wintertime, they'll they'll wonder, you know, why the cats jump on the roof? So you go to a snow area and you can always tell who's home running the heater. You see the steam melting the snow on the roof. You're paying your money to heat the world. So what always fascinated me was that, okay, for hundreds of years we put sponges to slow down the heat coming in the home or leaving in the winter but we never fixed the problem well now here comes nasa who of course doesn't care about your utility bill or mine but they were dealing (laughs) with life and death in space and they were dealing with minus 460 below zero on the cold side shadowy side all the way up to 250 degrees above zero facing the sun So the astronaut experienced a 710 degree temperature swing. Yeah. At one moment at one time. And so that's, you know, it's a craze. So it's, you know, uh, it's very important to be able to keep the heat out and keep the heat you want back in. And so now it's building code. So the, uh, the funny thing in the building industry is now since 2011, you put reflective insulation in all new construction. So my business model is just taking care of those uh, existing residences that don't know that they can actually fix the problem, not just deal with the symptom. Yeah, not just add more of something that is not necessarily fixing the problem, but actually put something in that works. Many, many people will say, Garrett, should I upgrade my air conditioner heater? And my standard answer is always the same. So you can more efficiently waste energy. (laughs) (laughs) 
So <laughs> until you choose to keep the summer heat out that you do not want, and then not only choose to keep the winter heat you want to keep in, but you're the one that pays for the heater. If you don't insulate right, then you're just more efficiently wasting energy. You're cycling airflow, trying to feel better without fixing the problem at the source. The beautiful thing about reflective insulation that was uh, originally invented by NASA is now you keep 97% of the summer heat out in the summer. You keep 97% of the winter heat back in in the winter. You're now 10 to 12 degrees cooler in the summer, warmer in the winter. You save literally 44% off the utility bill simply because you're not kicked into your high tier anymore. And the way you could tell is real simple. Wow. If your air or your heater is on for an hour, off for five minutes, now it's on for five, 10, 15 minutes, off for an hour because you're not wasting. Yeah, it's actually staying the temperature in the space rather than yeah, moving. And you're, and you're and you're used to it. You know, the funny thing is people don't realize that they've been using reflective technology their whole life. Think about a thermos bottle. A thermos bottle is made out of pure aluminum. It just keeps cool what you want cool, keeps warm what you want warm. Why aluminum? Well, gold and aluminum are nature's natural reflectors of heat. There's a reason your thermos bottle is pure aluminum and if you live in a hot climate, you'll see people put the exact same thing in the windshield of the car to keep the heat out in the summer. How do you yeah. go with it versus not having it? So the beautiful thing about reflective technology is now you're fixing an age-old problem rather than choosing to slow it down. The original technology, was it used in just the the space capsules or was it also used in the the suits of the astronauts. Oh, absolutely both. So if you look at any, you ever notice you watch any space shows, everything's wrapped with gold or aluminum, yeah. uh, mainly because of its reflective properties. Well, inside the craft is wrapped with uh, reflective insulation. It's called MLI, multi-layered insulation. It's also radium barrier, uh, reflective insulation. It's all the same. And so what it does is just keep that heat out uh, when you're facing the sun and keep the heat you create back in on the shadowy side when it's minus 460 below zero. So you're turning that spacecraft and the astronaut uniform into a thermos. So if you you can Google and look up the interior of a uh, spacesuit and you'll go right there and you'll see the reflective insulation. And I find this actually very interesting, Tara. It's, uh, this is funny. So the average astronaut uniform will cost you 200,000 plus. Ooh. Now they have everything in these things. They have computer chip technology. They have waste disposal. They have radio communication. Yeah, you name it. They put it inside these astronaut uniforms. Guess what's the one thing they never put in an astronaut uniform? Aluminum. No. <laughs> a, a heater. Uh, of course. Now think about that, because when you're facing deep space, it's minus 460 below zero. Why wouldn't you have a heater in an astronaut uniform? Because your own body heat is 98.6 degrees. So by having the reflective insulation in the astronaut uniform, you're reflecting your own body heat back in, keeping you comfortable, even though it's minus 460 below zero in deep space and it's 250 degrees above zero facing the sun. So that's 38 degrees above boiling, and it's minus 492 degrees below zero. 
Because, you're, well, your body is the heater. Yes. You, you did put a, a heater in it. It's just the human body. Yep. <laughs> so th- then tell me, how did you transfer that to your products? I mean, what, what kind of products do you then offer that include this? Well, the most important thing you always do first. So Eagle Show focuses on what is called by Department of Energy, the big three. There's three things that matter the most when it comes to lowering utility bills, improving comfort, having better air quality, not drying out the air. Those three things are, number one, reflective insulation, primary. That's the foundation. But then number two is ventilation. And then number three is your airflow. So if you think of it like a three-legged stool, if any one leg isn't functioning, you're just overloading the other two. So reflective insulation is the heavy lifter because that's fixing the problem at the source. If you don't do that first, every decision you make after that's dealing with the fact you didn't do that. Why are you running air? Why are you running heat? Why are you opening doors and windows running fans? Because you didn't keep the summer heat out. You didn't keep the winter heat in. So the reflective insulation is the heavy lifter. That's the most important thing. But then depending upon the heat index, the ambient air temperature where you live, Mm -hmm. uh, we highly recommend putting in what's called a solar attic fan. The benefit of that is it sucks all the hot air out of the attic, creating a vacuum. And this is very interesting because, you know, a lot of people don't know this. The same Hades hot sun baking on the roof in Arizona is the same sun baking on Alaska's roof. Well, why is Arizona attics 180 degrees, but the the Alaska attic might be 45 degrees? It's because in the climate you live, you have a secondary measurement of heat, which is called your ambient dry bulb air temperature, the temperature of the air. So that's why, for example, a husband or a wife will look at a thermostat in their home and they'll comment to their mate. They'll go, why does it tell me I'm comfortable? I don't feel comfortable. Well, the reason is because your thermostat only measures the temperature of the air. It cannot measure the number one problem, radiant heat, heat from the sun. So, and the proof is easy. You go outside, stand in the sun, move to the shade. How different different. do you feel? Yeah, but the air temperature is the same. So in the sun, you're getting hit two things, radiant heat, radiation, heat from the sun, and the ambient air temperature of where you've chosen to live. So, for example, if you live in Hades hot Sacramento, you definitely need an attic fan. If you live in Half Moon Bay, you don't need an attic fan. (laughs) And so because the temperature of the air is less. So the second thing we recommend is putting in uh, an attic fan. And we put in the solar industrial grade ones because there's no plastic and they don't melt. And the government actually pays you a check for almost a third of it back as is part of the federal solar stimulus. So I call that the gift that keeps on giving. And yeah. then the third thing we do is we deep clean and purify, wrap and seal all your air conditioning heating ducts. So that way we turn your ducts into a thermos. So when you are running your airflow, uh, it's instant cold, instant hot. You don't have your lag time. Uh, it's also breathing cleaner air. You're not getting the dust and dirt particulates. And what's amazing, and you'll recognize this, you notice if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's or Costco or any new 
facility and you look up and you look at the air-conditioned heating ducts, you notice how they're now lately all wrapped with the aluminum blankets, where yep. in the old days they were wrapped with the sponges, the old fiberglass. That's because it's code now. So by putting the reflective insulation around your ducting, you turn that ducting into a thermos, you double the life of your air conditioner and heater because you're not wasting any more. Uh, you're also not drying out the air so you don't get the dry skin and sinus and allergy respiratory issues, which are mm-hmm. pretty prominent too when you deal with seniors. So that's what Eagle Shield does. We primarily go into homes and businesses and number one, we put in reflective insulation because that's the heavy lifter. That single thing will make you 10 degrees cooler in the summer, warm in the winter, save you 44% off your utility bill and extend the life of your heater and air. The number two, if you're in a hot climate, then we recommend an attic fan to improve your ventilation. And then if you have old style ducting that's still wrapped with the old fiberglass with the vapor barriers around it, we recommend that we come in, deep clean them, purify them with Envirocon. That's what hospitals use to sterilize the air so you're breathing cleaner air. And then we wrap and seal all the ducts with the aluminum blankets, basically turning them into a thermos. So instant cool, instant hot. So those are the three things we focus on. And, you know, in 32 years of doing this, we're now uh, past over 45,000 homes installed. And wow. they read our reviews, you know, we're A plus accredited BBB, five-star rated home advisor, Angie's List, Diamond certified. I joke and tell people I'm either very good at my job or I'm guilty of mass hypnosis. I just fooled everybody over the, <laughs> all these years. Yeah, But the good news is it's building code. So people pretty much know uh, all they have to do is go to any new housing site, look up the attic and they go, oh. Yeah, because it's code. That looks different. Yeah. Wow. So what what started with NASA and became a product that was kind of novel is now required. Yeah, it's building code now. Well, and that's why it's called a spin-off technology. And if you read the article on us written in the 2004, we're the featured article in the 2004 spin-off magazine. So what's, what is nice is Eagle Shield, my company, is actually on NASA's website. Oh, you can go nice. to... Yeah, you can go to sti.nasa.gov, and you can go and type in Eagle Shield, and you can read the actual article that NASA wrote about us. Yeah, to show you you took space technology and, and made a consumer product out of it. Wow. Yep. And it, it seems to me, you know, you talk a lot about how beneficial it is to the consumer, but it seems to me that this is also beneficial to climate if you know we're not running our air conditioners as much we're not running our heaters as much i mean is that something you you talk about oh quite a bit in fact here's an amazing thing most people don't know this your home air conditioner and heater the uh, it is the third leading cause of carbon dioxide emissions wow. so number one is deforestation Number two is automobiles. Number three is the home heater. So anytime you could run the air conditioner and heater less, actually the healthier you are because you're not drying out the air, getting the dry skin sinus issues, but you're not creating that carbon dioxide buildup. It's like a ripple effect this technology has caused. Very exciting. Well, and that's the, and that's the beautiful thing about running 
your air conditioner and heater less is you're not drying out the air. So when you dry out the air, you get your dry skin sinus issues that affect seniors. But then more importantly is you're not creating the carbon dioxide. So if you run your air conditioner and heater 70% less because you have reflective insulation and you're not wasting anymore and you're comfortable more, so you don't need to run it less, you're obviously helping the environment, not creating that carbon dioxide. Another piece I'd like to kind of bring out is, you know, NASA was concerned about the temperature regulation for the astronauts, but they were also concerned about protecting them from fires. Is that a piece of the radiant barrier technology? Oh, oh yes, it's a major piece, actually. In fact, one of the spinoffs from NASA is reflective insulation actually went into the fire department. So you ever notice that when firemen are caught in a fire, they lay down, cover themselves with the emergency space blankets. That's the exact same thing. And you ever notice that in tragedies, first responders wrap people with either a gold or an aluminum blanket. Most definitely. Yeah. And so what that does is keeps your body heat in and regulates temperature. So uh, it's so vitally important that there's a host of benefits. You know, people wrap, you know, water pipes to keep them from cracking. They're used in refrigeration. You know, you see thermos bottles, ice coolers. I mean, they're putting reflective technology in clothing now. I know Uniqlo is very good at doing that. Uh, Uniqlo, if you go to the store, they have a whole line of clothing that has reflective insulation wrapped inside it you know snow ski equipment they have reflective insulation inside Mm -hmm. the jackets to keep your body comfortable Uh, i mean uh, reflective technology is not new it's been out since the 50s and when the mercury and the gemini project started but now it's building code and all legal show focuses on is taking care of the mass population that doesn't know about the technology because they're not buying a new home right which there's a lot of So that's great. Given its space use, where do you think the tipping point was that brought it into that private and commercial properties? The cost of energy, you know, way back in the old days when kilowatt for electrical charges was very low and therm charges for gas was very low. There wasn't the impetus. So remember, builders don't care about energy efficiency as a rule. They want to build a house that passes code as quick as possible, as cheap as possible. But when energy costs started skyrocketing and it became paramount, then the industry started paying attention. And then I like to thank humbly that I had a lot to do with the building industry becoming more aware of it because I literally was known as kind of the tinfoil kook way (laughs) back 25, 30 years ago. You know, you see all the funny commercials about the crazy guy who's putting tinfoil on his head to keep the radiation out. And so I'm sitting here going around telling the world, you know, if you put this in your attic, you're going to be 10 degrees cooler in the summer, warmer in the winter and save off a utility bill and it's healthy for you. But everybody has been trained for 100 years. No, I need to put this thick sponge in the attic, not realizing that that's not fixing the problem. It's just slowing the problem. So if you have three inches of sponge insulation in your attic, all that heat comes in, starts soaking in it like a kitchen sponge. Then late afternoon, it radiates into the home. If you have eight inches, then it starts making you uncomfortable at night at night, but it doesn't fix anything. 
Well, now with reflective insulation, you can fix the problem. You've been the advocate for a long time for fixing the I problem. Say back when, I say back when Charlton Hesed said, let my people go. <laughs> <laughs> a long time, yes. You've been an advocate for a long time. Where do you dream of taking Eagle Shield next? Well, if you ever watched Austin Powers, uh, the evil guy, I said, I want to take over the world. I remember the guy. I, saw, yeah, no, I can picture uh, your finger on your, your little pinky. I know, right there on my chin. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goal right now is we cover Northern California from Bakersfield to the Oregon border, half of Bay to Nevada border, and we've installed over 45,000 clients. But at some point, I will franchise my business model out into different states. And uh, because the, the beautiful thing about my business model Anywhere you're affected by heat and cold, I can help them. You know, it's like uh, sometimes you'll get the uh, occasional client, Kara, that'll say, well, I'm not sure if it'll work in my home. (laughs) And I basically laugh. I laugh. I say, is your attic anywhere uh, in between minus 460 below zero up to 250 degrees above zero in space? Yeah, it's about 150. I says, well, then it's going to work. And then I'll tell them, I say, let me ask you a question. What do you think NASA's failure rate is? And they'll say, what do you mean? I said, so is it okay if NASA has a 99% success rate? Is that okay? So 100 ships go into space, 99 come back, one blows up. Is that acceptable to NASA? No. 100% of the time, it works. The beautiful thing about reflective insulation is it's not mechanical, can't break down. You can't put it in wrong because it's two-sided. And so it's just like a thermos bottle. So do you think there's ever a time that you could put an ice cold liquid or a hot liquid in a thermos bottle? And that one time the thermos says, you know what? Today I'm not reflected. Nope. Today it's not working. <laughs> it, I give it up works today. 100% of the time. That's the beauty of what we do. That is a beautiful thing. You can't say that about much else. <laughs> Well, Garrett, I'd, I've so enjoyed chatting with you. Is there anything I missed asking you about that you want to share? No, uh, just uh, if anybody wants more information, please feel free to go look at our link on the Space Foundation through you, or you can go to our website, which is eagleshield.com. And you can also call us at 1-800-88-EAGLE. Uh, you can find everything about us at eagleshield.com and Uh, I'm everywhere on YouTube and I'm on the radio everywhere. I tell people I have a face for radio, but uh, you can get me (laughs) off of uh, YouTube and see my commercials also. It's been my privilege. Thank you for the opportunity to share what we do. My pleasure. And that concludes this episode of Space Foundation Space for You podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, our website, spacefoundation.org, where you can also learn about the various ways you can support Space Foundation. On all of these outlets and more, it's Space Foundation's mission to be a gateway to education, information, and collaboration for space exploration and space-inspired industries that drive the global space ecosystem. At Space Foundation, we will always have space for you.
Thanks for listening.